This is God speaking. I have a special person speaking on my behalf, Michael. Michael will be explaining to you about taking care of my creative invention, Earth, religion, and the environment from Genesis chapter 1, our role as caretakers for the Earth. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Oh, well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you may be. My name is Richie, and I'm back. I had needed some time off from the psychopaths. We're going to be talking about psychopaths today, psychopaths in the workplace and the psychopaths all over the world that think they're better than everybody else. Yeah, I needed uh, like uh, three weeks off, so I took off because I needed to take off. A little bit of ACDC. We'll be right back. It's been a long time. I needed this time off because of all the crazy motherfuckers out there. I just needed some time with all that crazy news going on and all that bullshit. I just needed to take a rest. It's so nutty. But I'm going to be talking about psychopaths. I got psychopaths right here in the studio right now. They're all over the place. There's one right there. Oh, God. Get away from me! <laughs> anyway, I'd like to say thank you to uh, the urban um, professor. Is that the urban... The ur- Oh, hold on, hold on, I can't hear. What, what, what'd you say? What? Oh, oh, yeah, the urban scholar just arrived. I, you know, he's another psychopath. Anyway, he's doing a great job. Don't forget uh, the terrorist therapist. Alex Jones will be on later on, and we'll be uh, having fun with about that, what he's talking about with the stupid politics and all that bullshit. But today, I want to talk about the 20 signs that your boss may be a psychopath. And we're going to be talking about psychopaths today. And do you know that there's a dark side to personality, but it turns out that There's also a dark side to leadership. The leadership of all the people that you bow down to every day. And although many of these people assume that psychopaths end up in jail, and but a lot of them, Renegade Nation, surprisingly, are very, very successful in business. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. The psychopath in the boardroom stops at nothing to get ahead. I know that because I've been through it. I've been through and I've seen these psychopaths at work. I've seen what they can do and how they do it and you're working with them right now. You deal with this shit every day with these idiots and these crazy people and they think they're better than you but they're not better than you. You are better than them. You just got to be able to to know how to control that but this psychopath, they stop at nothing to get ahead but manages to avoid getting caught by refraining from committing outright criminal acts. They don't have to perform criminal acts but most of you think that a psychopath is a rapist and a serial killer and all these other uh, kind of um, uh, things but a psychopath boss according to a team headed by so-and-so out of some university it engages in behavior such as degrading and making fun of employees you're a fat slob they talk behind your back they stab you in the back to get whatever they want and they're all over they're actually in your workplace right now as you're listening to this radio show they lie they're deceptive they blame others when things go wrong and perhaps going so far as to harass and engage in physical aggression that's right they will do anything to be number one and to make all the money and put you to the side you're just a slave to their system that's all you are 
but because they are the boss. So how do you think they became the boss? Well, more likely, they became the boss so they can get away with things. And this toxic environment that they create can lead to poor performance by employees, greater emotional distress. Help me! That's why they're all on drugs. You're on drugs and Xanax and all this other stuff because they have made you into a mess because they just don't give a flying rat's ass about you as long as you get the job done. But they can make fun of you. You can have all this distress. And the spillover then goes into your house, into your home, into your family due to these psychopaths, these nutcases. And such dysfunctional leaders who detail these workers from achieving personal fulfillment may amount to as many as 4%. Listen to this, Renegade Nation. 4% of managers, a rate that exceeds the estimated 1% of psychopaths in the general population. And as reported... As reported by so-and-so, their performance may not be all that good, but nevertheless, they get promoted, they participate in important company decisions, and they gain influence. And somehow, Renegade Nation, they're able to grope, groping.com, I'm going to start, I'm going to start groping.com, how to grope somebody and get away with it. Maybe you can grope that fucking psychopath and get away with it. <laughs> their people are looking at me and they're laughing. Anyway. Oh, you don't think I'm serious? Oh, Okay. So somehow they're able to grope their way to the top, though not through honest, hard work. That's right. They bullshit, they lie, and they blame everybody else except themselves. It's amazing. And you work with them every day. That's why I sit here in my studio by myself and I don't have to deal with these psychopaths. I did it one time and I told them to go oh, fuck themselves. One of the big psychopaths of all is Lord Zuckenfuck. Lord Zuckenfuck is one of the biggest psychopaths on the planet. Now, you may suspect that your boss or the boss of someone you care about has these toxic qualities, but you can't quite put your finger on why. Well, they found out the way to identify these psychos, uh, these psycho people in the crowd. In a study in 2013, they validated what's called the B-Scan 360, whatever the fuck that is, a 20-term measure of psychopathic traits in the workplace. The 20 items fall into four factors, Renegade Nation, and you can see how your boss or a loved one's boss would stack up by rating the extent to which they show these qualities. Now, the first one is manipulative. They're very manipulative. They integrate him or herself. They use charm. You, do you ever see how charming they are? They're so nice to you and you feel so loved and so wanted. And all of a sudden they stab you right in the back. Do you ever notice that? And then you wonder why. And then that's when you have to go on drugs because you can't figure out what the fuck is going on. You just don't know. They claim that they have more expertise than you. They, they don't rationalize correctly. They're not loyal. <clears throat> they don't plan anything. They're unfocused. They're impatient. They're unreliable. Have you ever run into that where they're just totally unreliable? They don't care. They want it done now. I told you I want it done now. Do you ever, do you ever have those feelings where you're just like compressed like a garbage compressor? You're in a garbage co a compressor contractor thing and you're just being squashed and you're upset and you don't know which way to go and then you talk to other people in the company and then they rat you out. Everybody's ratting everybody out to get ahead. They, always, they do the same thing over and over. Why can't we just be nice? But then again, you turn around and then come Christmas time, everybody's happy and everybody's saying Merry Christmas and Happy New Year and Happy Easter and all that nonsense and they give cards out and then, and then after the holiday's over, they're back to backstabbing you again. It's just unbelievable how they do these things. The factor number three, they're callous. They're insensitive. They don't show any emotion. They're cold inside. They're remorseless. They have no empathy. Even though they show that, they tell you that, but actually, they don't have any of those qualities whatsoever. 
They're intimidating. They're angry all the time. They ask hard questions or harsh questions. They threaten other workers. They're dramatic. They do all of these things to intimidate you and to make you feel that you're not part of the team, that they're better than you. They are number one and they will do anything. And this is how they climb up the ladder of success by doing these things, even though you, you are the better worker. You have more education. You have more experience, but they know how to manipulate their bosses. But you know what? At the end of the day or at the end of their careers, they're the ones that get taken down. They're the ones that fall apart. So on this five point scale from, from strongly agreeing to disagreeing, you would expect the average to be about three. Neither agree or you disagree. And that's what the researchers found for their sample. Therefore, if you find the score of a person you're rating to be a total 15, they're, 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 they're just totally screwed up. It's just a mess with these people. And I'm gonna get into some of these psychopaths when we're gonna be taking a break, but I'm gonna um, give you an example of a psychopath I'm gonna show you, or not show you, but tell you what you're dealing with, and it's in the news every day. You see it every day about all of these monsters out there running around thinking they're better than everybody else, stepping on you like a goddamn fucking cockroach, and they think they're better, but they're not better than anybody. They're not better, they just think they're better, but you need to get your balls going and grow some fucking pubic hair and take them on. But anyway, on that note, we're gonna take a break, and when we come back, I am gonna detail out these psychopaths. We'll be right back. Hey, this is great, man. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. I'm not entirely sure that I've had enough rum to allow that kind of thing. What are you people? On dope? It's perfect. I won't have to change this at all. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back, uh, Renegade Nation, Renegade Talk in Las Vegas, where we don't sugarcoat shit. My name is Richie, back from vacation had a three-week vacation. I went to the Caribbean, then I went to Hawaii, and then from there, I went to Montreal to see some friends. Had a blast. We're going to be talking about more psychopaths today and how fucked up they really are. Anyway, a little bit of uh, music. <laughs> Why are you staring at me? What did I do? Why are you looking at me? Don't look at me. I got all these people looking at me. I don't know why. Yeah, she's dancing. Remember, Renegade Nation, remember a couple weeks ago, I think it was two weeks ago, Anthony Bourdain committed suicide. We're going to be talking about that psychopath and the rest of these psychopaths that are out there, like Weinstein, that fat fuck. We're going to be talking about him, a fucking asshole. They should just, you know, you know what, just throw him in the fucking jail and let him rot. He'll lose weight at least. You know, don't feed him anything. Maybe give him some fucking watermelon. Oh, give him some pork because he's a Jew. Yeah, do that. Fucking Jew. Fucking asshole. Anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, anyway, uh, Bourdain did an interview one month before his suicide. Now, why did he commit suicide? They had something on this motherfucker. I know they did because he's a psychopath. They're all psychopaths. And he wanted to, uh, what he did was he unloaded on rapery, gropery, and disgusting Bill Clinton, and he hopes that Weinstein is beaten to death in jail. I think what they should do to Weinstein is hang him in the middle of Hollywood on that Hollywood sign. I think that'd be funny. But he's fat, he's so fucking fat, he probably fucking, the sign would fall down. Hey, did you hear about the chick that goes into a CVS with a, <laughs> with a, with a, a coupon and they called the, um, the manager called the cops because she had a, she had a, um, a coupon. That's because she was black. She was a Negro. He gets scared. Hey, motherfucker, I've got my coupon here and I just want to get a discount. He calls the fuck, 
He calls the cops on this woman. It doesn't matter if she's black or white or Asian. It doesn't really matter. Why in the fuck is he calling management or the cops to get the girl out of the store? Well, you know, I watched the video last night. He's another psychopath. He was shaking. His whole arm was shaking. He looked like he had some disease. What's that disease called when they shake like that? There's a disease where they shake all the time. I don't know what it is. But he was shaking on the phone. You know what, CVS? You better fire that fucking manager because you're all psychopaths too. You hire psychopaths, but this guy's really fucked up. The lady walked in. All she did was have a coupon and he calls the cops. I do not understand these fucking assholes. What is wrong with these society? You know what? We are all here for a period of time and then we're going to fucking die. So what do you think you got to prove? Now, this Bourdain fucking idiot commits suicide. This is the guy that ate bugs all over the, all over the world. He ate bugs and shit, which is really stupid. I think I watched the show twice and threw up. Fucking sick. Anyway, Bourdain gave a lengthy, wide-ranging interview to a journalist. Um, she was um, launching her new magazine called Poopola. It sounds like poop. Poop you love, poop, whatever the hell it is. In the interview conducted in February and published uh, last Sunday, I think, Bourdain slammed Bill Clinton's handling of his sexual misconduct allegations. Allegations? It is not an allegation! What do you mean? He got caught in the White House getting fucking fucked! What the fuck? Don't you get it? And then, you know what happened after that? Blowjobs became okay. Hey, come here. Give me a blowjob. Get over here. I'm a psychopath, so I want these uh, the, these women to give me a blowjob. So get over here, Mary, and blow me. <laughs> I mean, can you... Do you remember that? Renegade Nation, do, do, do you remember that? Do you remember when Clinton, in 1996, fucked that girl in the White House. That's what he did. I, I know. I am not politically correct. Do you know what? Do you understand what he did? He's a psychopath, along with Hillary and the rest of them. They don't care as long as they make all the money. And talking about money, the other day <clears throat> I was looking at the amount of money that people make, like uh, the guy who runs Amazon, Jeff Be Bezos, he's worth $150 billion. What do you do with $150 billion? Why don't you just buy the planet? Buy the planet. You're such a psycho. You might as well buy the planet and be the king ruler to Jesus. And I'm not the one that's crazy. I am not the one that sits here and pretends to be crazy. I am not crazy. I am telling you the God's honest truth about the, how did we end up with these whack jobs? I don't understand. I wish somebody would comment and tell me, you mean you might think I'm crazy, $150 billion? What the fuck do you do with $150 billion? Why don't you go help the people that are fucking suffering, Jeff? Why don't you do that? Oh, you're afraid to give a little bit of money away? Anyway, getting back to this Bourdain character. He also condemned Clinton's wife, Hillary, for her role in destroying women. That's exactly right. Bourdain, one of the most outspoken male supporters of the Me Too movement, said he would have liked to see producer, uh, the producer, uh, what's his face, uh, Weinstein, beaten to death in his cell. And he also touched on politics in the Trump era, saying he would compromise his principles for some fucking competency. All you are, Bourdain, but you're dead now. You committed suicide. That means you're a coward. That all you are is a coward. You hung yourself because you probably did something and they were going to come after your stinking fat ass. And Bourdain also, bizarrely, listen to this shit, 
said that Jared Kushner's eyebrows appeared manscaped and said he was born a snitch. How in the fuck do you know anything, Bourdain? You're dead anyway. It doesn't really matter because you committed suicide. You're a fucking coward. You're an asshole. That's right. And it, oh, yeah, I'm being politically incorrect. You're damn right. That's what the show is all about, being politically incorrect. So Bourdain pulled no punches, Renegade Nation, in one of his final interviews. His final interview, his final interview, this was already set up for him to commit suicide because he knew it was his final interview. As a celebrity chef slammed Bill Clinton for being grapey, ropey, gropey, disgusting, and spoke of how he imagined Harvey Weinstein dying alone in a bathtub when the bathtub would have probably crushed down three floors and smashed his fucking fat body to nothing. The globe-trotting food uh, idiot who hanged himself in a French hotel in June gave a lengthy and wide-ranging interview. Back, back in the day, uh, the interview was conducted in one of Bourdain's favorite Irish pubs in New York back in February and was only published on Sunday, and it covered everything from Weinstein's downfall. Bourdain, one of the most outspoken male supporters of the Me Too movement, touched on Bill Clinton's sexual misconduct allegations. It is not an allegation! It is true! They, the bullshit media, the bullshit media... All they do is try to bullshit you and tell you different stories so you can go fight with your family and fight about politics, which basically these people don't give a flying rat's ass about your family and you. They don't care about nothing. They never did. I don't know why you get so upset. I see all this shit on Facebook and, and Twitter and this nonsense, but the bottom line is they don't care about you. You can go out, oh, you're going to be a star for three minutes by putting something on, typing uh, typing something. Oh, by the way, talking about uh, <clears throat> psychopaths, look at that Lord Zuckenfuck, look at him. The other day I saw an article, and it's on Renegade right now, where these people were singing gospel songs, and they were kicked off Facebook because it was politically incorrect. What This is this, this is what I'm talking about. This is what the show is about. It's about psychopaths. It's about these people who think they have all this power, and they don't have any power at all. You have the power. Have you ever thought about that, or have you ever thought about saying, fuck you to Facebook? Have you ever thought about that? You could take that fucking thing down. And also, by the way, Cambridge Analytica, when that whole thing broke down, you, fit, you would figure the stock would go down. Well, the stock went up. How, why would the stock go up after they're stealing all your information? And then he goes into, in front of Congress and doesn't even give the information to Congress as to what is going on. I'll have, my team th- I'll have my team think about this. I'll have my team do what needs to be done. You don't even know what the fuck is done. You're the CEO of the goddamn company, and you don't even know what's going on because you're a psychopath. You're the devil. The devil. This Bourdain's a nutcase, too. They're all nuts. Clinton. Bill Clinton. Look, the bimbo eruptions. It was fucking monstrous, Bourdain said, before describing the former president as a piece of shit entitled to rape and groping and gabbing and disgusting. Bourdain went on to condemn the way Clinton and his wife Hillary destroyed these women who came forward with their allegations. Hey, you know what? It's been going on for over 5,000 years. So now what I do when I see a beautiful woman walk by in the office, I don't even look at them. I don't say anything to them. I don't say they're beautiful. I don't say they look uh, nice today. I don't say shit to them. Why should I? I'll probably get in trouble. So Clinton, he's a very charming man. Remember what I said in the beginning of the show about the psychopaths. He's very charming. He's, he's like a fucking magnet, this guy. Nobody's ever met, met Clinton. But when you're in the room with Clinton, you would think, wow, She's really warm and nice and funny, but the way they efficiently dismantle, destroy, and shamelessly discredit these women and men for speaking the truth. You can't even speak the truth without being put down by these psychopaths because they want you to believe what they want, and I'm telling you right now that they're psychopaths. 
They're nuts. They're in charge. They're better than you. And you know why they're better than you? Because they wear suits and they have their Windsor ties and they get all dressed up with their expensive shoes. But you're, you're dressed in, in, in crappy clothes from Target because they don't pay any money. Like what I'm looking at right now with one of my producers. Can't even dress nice when she comes in here. I, you know what? I'm a psychopath. You better get dressed. Well, maybe get undressed. That'd be better. Bourdain, who has been dating some Italian actress, one of Weinstein's first accusers, also spoke of Hillary's response to the wave of sexual assault allegations. I hate that fucking word. Why do I have to keep on repeating this word, allegations? It is not an allegation. It is alleged. Everything's alleged by these people. Did you ever notice when they cuff somebody and they're going to jail and they've been sent to prison, it's still alleged? Have you ever noticed that? Soon after these allegations, <clears throat> allegations, <laughs> these allegations, they're all allegations, but they have like 50 women that are saying that, that Harvey Weinstein, that fucking Jew, went after and grabbed all these people and raped them and fucked them and did whatever he did. Um, <clears throat> Hillary said she was appalled. She was appalled and denied having any knowledge of what was happening behind closed doors. They have all the knowledge of what's happening uh, behind closed doors. You don't, if you're that stupid at a numbskull that you don't understand that this shit is going on, but this is the secret society. This is the global elitist. These are the people that do what they want, how they want. They make the laws. They do anything they want, and then you have to suffer and abide by their stupid rules and regulations. It was something that was so intolerable in every way, Hillary said at the time. And, and you know, like so many people have come forward and spoken out, there's a different side of a person who I and many others had known in the past. Oh, really? There is no different side. You know exactly what you're dealing with because you're a psychopath and all the psychopaths hang out together. That's what they do. You, you don't hang out with them because you're not, part, you're not a psychopath. Oh, you might think I'm a psychopath. I'm not a psychopath. I'm just talking about how fucked up these people are. Weinstein hosted events and donate, donated personally to Clinton ever since she ran for public office back in 99 as a senator for the state of New York because they all stick together, Renegade Nation. They all stick together. And if you are smarter than them, you dress better than them, you have a better education than them, if you don't blow them, you don't get in. You got to do something dirty. You see it in the news all over the place every day. You see the nonsense with these psychopaths and they keep on going. Every, you know, I'm getting so sick of looking at it. They just think they're better. But you know what? At the end, you die. What is the sense? Why can't we all just get along and be nice and happy? Oh, but I'm better than you and you're better than me. And it goes into education. It goes into the workplace. It goes into everywhere. It's just horrible. People, you have to understand that... These people are sick, and 1% or maybe 2% of the country are psychopaths, but I actually think it's a lot higher than that because you have the workplace. <coughs> you really don't know who a psychopath is because they're so nice and friendly in the beginning, and then they backstab you, and you don't know what's going on. When asked about Clinton's response in this, in, in this interview, Bourdain said, I will tell you that as frightening as that was at times when I sat there with my girlfriend as she texted her sisters watching the Clinton apology on Weinstein, <clears throat> My girlfriend watching the statement, there was a lot of anticipation. I was disappointed. On Weinstein, Bourdain said that he would have liked to see the producer beaten to death in his cell, that he had imagined something much different. My theory of how it is, is that he's brushing his teeth in a bathroom. He's naked in his famous bathrobe, which is flapping open with his big fat belly. And he's holding his cell phone uh, cell because you never know who on the Weinstein board has betrayed him. Well, every, see, what they do is they start up when they start blowing each other and licking each other's assholes as they climb up the corporate ladder. They all have to keep in touch because they're all psychopaths. So one, one psychopath might be smart than the other psychopath. That's how, that's how all that works. And it's just amazing how they just keep on going on and on. And then they put the psychopaths on TV. 
That's what they do. And then this interview also with Bourdain covered current politics in the Trump era with Bourdain saying he would be filing to compromise his principles in exchange for some fucking competency and for someone who has an understanding of how government works. Who in the fuck do you think you are, Bourdain? You fucking eat cockroaches in Asia. How would you know how to run government? At least Donald Trump is trying to straighten the country out from these fucking assholes that have ruined us and put us in a mess that we're in. And then he gets into Jared, uh, 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 good old Jared. It looks like that's okay because Jared will brief me later. Does Jared uh, tweeze his eyebrows? Who gives a fuck about his eyebrows? Did you ever think about looking at somebody's eyebrows and thinking about uh, fixing his eyebrows? I mean, how sick is that? It's like howdy duty time. It's like a big joke. Oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fix his eyebrows today. Maybe he should fix his eyebrows because he has a hair out of place. Can you see eight guys standing around and Jared's out of the room and they, they're all co-conspirators and they're all saying, oh, don't worry about Jared. He's uh, fucking solid. The guy will stand up. He ain't going to say nothing. That's because of the suits. They're psychopaths in suits with their Windsor knots and their stupid suits. No one has ever said that fucking little punk is going to is going to squeal. Just show him a trail of jail food. The guy will fucking shit himself. The kid was born a snitch. This is what he's saying about somebody. He doesn't even know the guy. He doesn't know anything. Maybe he's a snitch. So what? How would you know? <clears throat> How would you know he's a snitch? You have no idea what these people do. All you hear is that stupid news, CNN and Fox and the rest of them saying their opinions and their, how they're opinionated about this and about that, but they really don't know anything what's going on. They have no idea what's going on. So this interview with Anthony Bourdain was conducted months before he took his own life. So why did he commit suicide? Why did he hang himself? Do you think, and I want you to think about this renegade nation, do you think that this guy had something on Clinton, had something on Jared, had something on somebody, maybe Weinstein, and he was going to go down? So before he was thoroughly, totally embarrassed by his family and in front of the whole country and in front of the whole world by eating cockroaches in Asia, he probably hung himself and said, I'm getting the fuck out of here. But it's one less psychopath we have to deal with. We'll be right back. Hey, this is great, man. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. I'm not entirely sure that I've had enough rum to allow that kind of thing. What are you people? On dope? It's perfect. I won't have to change this at all. We're back. Renegade Nation, Renegade Talk. My name is Richie. In Las Vegas, where we don't sugarcoat shit, Renegade Talk Radio. <clears throat> Alex Jones will be up shortly. We're going to be talking about another psychopath, Sacha Baron Cohen. What an asshole. That's right, Sasha. You're living free because of the U.S. military, you dickhead. Can you notice the vacation did me very well? I'm excited! That's where you're headed, Cohen. Hey, you know what, Cohen? You've been pranked yourself, courtesy of a conservative street artist who hijacked a billboard across the street from CBS Studios. Yeah, about fucking time they went. I watched that show on Sunday. It sucked. It was the worst fucking show I've ever seen. I only watched like 10 minutes of it. I had to turn it off. The uh, chicky poo I was with went, oh, God, this is disgusting. I said, yeah, what the fuck? They put this on TV? This guy's not even funny. He's an asshole. 
Cohen Show, Who is America, debuted Sunday night on Showtime, Renegade Nation, the cable channel owned by who? CBS! Another bunch of fucking psychos. But the billboard company purposely steers potential viewers away from the show by advertising misinformation. Well, let me tell you something about this asshole, Cohen. He disrespected the U.S. military. You know what, Sasha? Get the fuck out. Get out, you piece of shit, Jew. You don't like it? Get out. You're an asshole. That's right. Oh, you think you're going to do something about it? Go ahead and try to do something about it with your stupid fucking TV show. You're a moron. This fucking guy pranked Sarah Palin by posing as a wounded veteran in order to get an interview with the former GOP VP candidate. The billboard has an image of Cohen in a U.S. Army t-shirt sitting in a wheelchair with a prosthetic leg and says, Make America Great Again hat. The text reads, Sasha Baron Cohen walks away with a hit and a touch of stolen valor. Who is America? Well, you know what? You don't even know who America is, Sasha. You used to be really good, but you know what? Your career is waning, and your career is going down the fucking toilet. You are a piece of shit. You are here because of one reason, because of the U.S. military. And you have the audacity, the audacity to fucking put down the military? Who in the fuck do you think you are, you dickhead? I hope this fucking show just fakes out and fades out. It's so bad, it's terrible. The show is absolutely pathetically shitty. Oh, who is America? Oh, you don't know who America is, Sasha? You don't know? So you have to go impersonate yourself and do stupid shit? So the the billboard was hijacked early Monday morning by a crew to place a gigantic overlay on the top of the legitimate ad for the Young Sheldon show. So they're all fighting all these, all these psychopaths. My daughter, this guy... He heavily disguised himself. Listen to this, Renegade Nation. Listen to this. He heavily disguised himself as a disabled U.S. veteran, fake wheelchair and all. He put down the military who protects his Jew ass. What in the fuck? You think that's funny? That is not funny. And out of respect for what I was led to believe, this is what Palin said, would be a thoughtful discussion with someone who has served in uniform. I sat through a long interview full of this Hollywoodism's disrespect and sarcasm. They're full of disrespect. They're full of fat Jews just like that fucking Weinstein. They're all fucking devils. They're devils. But finally had enough and literally physically had to remove herself from the mic and walk out of that stupid interview because it's stupid. Another fucking psychopath. This part of the show on Palin's going to air, or maybe it's not going to air, because maybe CBS is going to say, this wasn't good. This is going to piss off a lot of veterans. Well, I'm a veteran, and I'm already pissed off. And Palin, through on Facebook, posted that the challenge is to Cohen, CBS, and Showtime to donate all the proceeds. That means all the advertising money that the psychopaths collect to a charitable group that actually respects and supports American veterans and mock politicians and innocent public personalities all you want. If that's what you get, that that's what you sleep at night, and that's how you can sleep at night. But how dare you mock those who have fought and served this country? Who in the hell do you think you are? You think that's funny? That is not funny. Oh, CBS is not available for comment? They're always available for comment, but they're getting, they're getting pissed on right now, Renegade Nation. They're getting pissed on by a lot of fucking people, veterans and non-veterans alike. Don't watch that show. Boycott that show. It sucks anyway. I watched some of it Sunday night, and I thought it was just absolutely disgusting, despicable. It wasn't funny. It was stupid. 
but it's all psychopaths. All they want to do is make money off of it and force you to watch a bunch of stupid shit that doesn't mean anything. And on that note, I'm going to go because I got to take a Xanax and have a drink. And maybe I'm going to go take another vacation. But you have a great day and I'll be back tomorrow. Alex Jones coming up next.